If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. Rockage misses the technical. And a technical foul on Rasheed Wallace. He's gone. All right, so Ryan isn't here today. So what I've got, what we've decided to do is... A bit of a, a bit of a deep dive on members of our fantasy leagues. A real a real in depth investigation into what friends we have. No and to be honest, it's not quite friends. It's it's people that have one similar thing in common. That is fantasy basketball. It might be fantasy basketball or it might be the will to earn money. In the first of our bench warmer investigations, we're gonna Investigate the life and times of going ribs. So Rowan, you live across across the ring road. Oh. In Bundaberg, across the ring road is the wrong side of the track. So Ribsy comes from a place where your worth is earned on the streets. Oh, you might <laughs> is say that, that right? Yeah, I live in. I live in. Or you watch own. people earn their worth on exactly, the streets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By no way at all am I. Mm-hmm. Am I a hard head? No, no, no. Uh, you're not. I don't no, want to paint you in a negative picture no. or a negative light. I don't like conflict. It's no. not really my game. No one does. No, it's just I'm like, I like it a little bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> a little bit of hot sauce. A little bit of hot sauce. But you're telling me a story. I want you to tell it again because it's a really interesting story. So I'll paint a bit of a picture. There was a kid named Calamai. Calamai Lucian. Calamai Lucian. That we're using, obviously it's not his real name. The first time you told me a story about him, he was under your new, oh, not in your yard, mm-hmm. trying to burn down the playground in your house. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, he's quite a little interesting character, interesting character like mm. blonde hair. At the time, he probably would have been maybe seven or so. <laughs> um, blonde haired blue-eyed, devil child. Mm-hmm. Sweet as pie sort of thing, but he's just got a little so bit a German. of a streak sort of thing. Yeah, 1940s German? Wow. Well, yeah, I suppose. Mm. I was just watching a bit of a documentary on that before I come around, you know? Okay. I don't want to distract you. Yeah, no. But okay, yeah. So um, he obviously hasn't had the best start of life either, but it was, uh, there was that very polite kid and that sort of stuff, but he'd also- Excuse me, sir. Can I burn down your, exactly. your background? <laughs> and he'd also maybe try and steal your joggers. <laughs> uh, not from off you. No, from not not roll you. He was, he was gentleman, like you but, said. But yeah, no. This, well, this, yeah. So- but Malachi's mother, I mean, Schmanamai's mother. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, had a partner that had arrived uh, a couple of Christmases back and he was sporting a fancy ankle bracelet. <laughs> and it wasn't one he got from from uh, Byron either. So, <laughs> but uh, Or a friend. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, so... Yeah, it was. He was an interesting character himself. Same sort of thing. He was seemed pretty polite, as obviously he was trying to be on his best behaviour, but that mm-hmm. faded pretty quickly. And that was a. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, there was one afternoon there where, where he, uh, he, got a little bit animated. Um, mm. I believe it might have been at his stepdaughter, and so he waltzed down the road to go get her from another house. And as his, he, his point of aggression was a. Uh, Two foot long piece of galvanized steel, mm-hmm. and like uh, a fence post. Yeah, no, like a uh, bit of old, like plumbing pot. Yeah, like yep. three quarter twenty mil uh, plumbing pot. 
I like, like what, what I like you did there was you went Imperial and Metric Mates. as well. Yeah, well, you got yeah, you, you to cater the whole audience. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly. magical. That's from my days back at working at TradeLink. TradeLink, mm-hmm. where you get all your plumbing supplies. Mm-hmm. Oh! Yes, plug. <laughs> um, but no, so that happened. So he was he was pushing his, his stepdaughter back up the road quite aggressively. In with the back, a pipe. With a pipe in the back so of the head. Was he poking her in the back of the head? He was no, pushing. He was pushing two arms across like the bar. A, pushing like her, doing a pull-up, but pushing the bar mm-hmm, out. Pushing the okay. bar away. Or like a marching band. Mm. Guy <laughs> walking at the front, not single handed, but like no one was hand. cheering that crowd. No, no one was cheering. But there was an elderly gentleman who, who, who suffered quite severely from PTSD. He was your neighbour. Uh he's this. So this happened probably about oh, fifty meters down the road. Mm. The older guy lived in between my house and that fifty meters. Yeah. So he was roughly about I'd say twenty five meters away. Split the diff exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's that in uh, feet? In feet twenty five. I don't know what's. A, I think it's a chain. Meters. It's a chain nearly. Ten feet's three meters, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The chain's twenty-two yards. I just threw that in there because that's the length of the cricket pitch. Is it? The chain, yeah. Well, yeah. Summer, eh? Summer of cricket. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So he's no, jumped so in. He's jumped in. The old guys jumped in to try and intervene. And this guy's a Vietnam vet, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I believe so. And there's no one else was intervening. There was plenty of people in the street that time because it was quite vocal and quite loud. We, I was at the front of my property because we had people over. And I, I asked them to kind of go inside. It was a little bit embarrassing where you live. Mm. But um, they went to go inside. And and as I've sort of turned to tell them to go inside, one gentleman's struck the elderly gentleman on the legs twice with a metal pipe. Full credit to the old guy. He's danced back onto the road throwing punches, mm. trying to hold his own. Um, the younger fellow... With the uh, fancy the bracelet and the pipe, has gone for an overhead chop. I Straight don't down? Think, yeah, I think like an axe chop. I don't yeah. think he sort of intended... Well, I mean, he was swinging at him with a metal pipe. I mean, his intentions were quite mm. clear, but the older fella sort of staggered at the same time and he copped it right at the top of the head. Um, so... Like, and he went down. Yeah, like, so... Copped. If you're picking a point, like, you could draw a line between the ears over the top of the head. Yeah. Somewhere there, yeah. Like where, right the where top. old mate shamed, yeah. Where old mate shaved his sideburns on the Simpsons that time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a funny matter, but, <laughs> but yeah, there. But yeah, so no, he's give rid of those burns, <laughs> medically. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so he's copped it and he's gone down face. He was gone down face first in the middle of the road. So at that point, I've turned to grab my phone. Um, the aggressor guy. So you turned to grab your phone. You weren't recording the whole time. No, no, I wasn't recording. You know what that proves? But... You're a decent human. <laughs> <laughs> what? But, yeah. Oh, shit. Can one suppose this on YouTube? <laughs> but, yeah. So I grabbed my phone and started to head out the gate because this has all happened very quickly. And then uh, as these things tend to happen, yeah, yeah. as you hear in the movies and that yeah. sort of thing. But um, as the guy was walking past me, still pushing his daughter with the metal pose, and he's so he's, he's built an old bloke. He's yeah. built an old bloke. Yeah, um, had made his head back towards home. Kept going. He just continued on his yeah. way. Yeah, and um, yeah. So he's got past my residence just as I was coming out the gate. He's gestured to me, "Do you want to fucking go?" And mm. I ignored him and headed down the road. As I was heading down the road, the elderly gentleman who's got up from the road and staggered to his front lawn. And fell and collapsed in his front lawn. 
by the time I got down there, there were a few people crowded around him and I sort of pushed through them and as I got to him, he was laying on his back, staring directly up. And to be honest, I thought, like... He was dead. Yeah. He's gone. So he had a lot of blood on the top of his head. Holy shit. Uh, he was staring straight up. And then, as I mentioned before, he has a pretty severe case of PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, so he was a Vietnam vet. I believe. He's so. got PTSD. He's vet, PTSD. Yeah. yeah. Or um, Vietnam, Korea, something. Yeah. And he was... Um, he started mentioning that someone had been shot and that they needed to push the sections up. So I have no idea. Obviously. I wonder what that means. Yeah, exactly. But he's just... So he's just repeating, he's been shot. He's been shot, pushed the sections up, and then he starts crying. And then it, all this time, he's just eyes in a stare, staring directly up. Like through you. Yeah. Or just, yeah, 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 yeah beyond everyone. And then he sort of finally clicked. Someone handed me at that point, he has a, he has a, a medical alert bracelet. So when he Like a diabetes a thing or something? No, like so when he gets to a point, because he has these freakouts, oh. he, he hits the button and the ambulance comes. So, but. But what. what so in that situation, though, what's more important? The girl getting pushed up the street with the pipe or the old dude knocked out on the road? Well, I mean, I don't know. I went for the old guy. But, I mean, what are you going to do with that? I mean, I know it's terrible. What are you doing with the girl? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying like there's a, there's a right or wrong choice. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah, what do you do? Like, he's in a life-threatened situation. And she's in the same situation she's always been. She's in a shit And that sounds real fucking bad, but that's the truth that's real it. though, isn't it? That's the truth of it. And, it's what, and for what I do as a job, I work in construction, but I work predominantly in, I'm going to stuff this up, but low socioeconomic housing. Mm-hmm. Um, Repairing those homes. Yes. To a state where they can be rented again or, or owned again. Mm. But even that doing maintenance on them while people are there. And you can sort of see that, that some kids, like, they're never given a chance. And I think that to a lot of listeners, that's probably, that's probably some people will be aware of that because they've been in a situation, that sort mm. of thing. But these kids would be third or fourth generation unemployed. You know, so and, so and having that, a job would never even occur to them. Like, well, we're, we're talking about Malachi before. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Calamai. Yeah. We're talking about Calamai before. And we're talking about how he's trying to set a fire. In the playground in your house, yeah, he said he set a mattress on fire in the uh, in the um, next door neighbor's house. But the no, next door neighbor's was, house, yeah. So that was his uh, like that would friends. He'd go around and play with. They had a young child as well. Yeah, okay. But that's, I mean, for me, that's just boys. I yeah, mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> that's like, just boys. He obviously found a lighter. He got yeah. a little out of control. <laughs> you know? But that, in the end, so what I'm getting to is that bloke mm. with the door with the pole mm-hmm. and Malachi, they both ended up moving out eventually. Yeah, they got Of the two different houses. No, they're, no, they're, so they're the same house. Oh, they're in the same house? Yeah, so that was uh, Smell and Lies. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, well, step father figure. Oh, and so yeah, sorry, finish the story. So after that happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so emergency services turned emergency up. Emergency services came up, police came first, and they sort of come and spoke to me. So someone that actually called the ambulance, so that's what I asked sort of first. When I that's nice. There. And I sort of stayed with him, and and someone had a towel. We put that on the top of his head, and and then Neil actually ended up. I mean, the old guy ended up putting his hand on the his head and keeping the pressure against mm-hmm. it. And he was alright, but he was still sort of 
he'd sort of come and go from these sort of flashback things. Mm. He'd ask me if he was in a medical hospital. I mean, in a in a uh, what do you call it? Like an armed forces hospital. Like uh, he mash. He sort of, well, yeah, sort of thing. Oh, sorry, thought Mash is a bit nineteen fifties career, isn't it? <laughs> hey, we grew up. We grew up with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mobile right. Army Hospital. Special, special, <laughs> special. Um, so yeah, you asked if he was in. Yeah, one of those. yeah, and then but then the uh, yeah the like the emergency services arrived and I sort of told them what I knew, and then as I went, I sort of there was nothing more I could do. Like I really had done nothing anyway. Uh, I just decided to, I might as well go home. So I started walking home. Um, and at that point, the lady from across the road from me came out of her house and she said, you need to get the police around to the house where... Uh, oh, they ended up. Yeah, where they ended up, like now. And so which is where... Did she see back. something or did, did no, she just had a feeling? She had someone yell out that they needed the police. There. Oh, okay. So then I ran down and said... The police need to go around there. The police went around there and then they ended up locking him up. And the guy that's locked up is the guy with an ankle bracelet. Yeah. Which obviously had been arrested for something before. I believe he'd which been was for a spate of um, um, hold-ups at service stations in, in our local area a number of years prior. So That tends to stick with you mm. <laughs> once you do that. Mm. So a series of, um, of life choices. So I went to court and with... Like was a witness against that. Um, that was a different experience. Never done anything like that before. Not many people get to do that. Well, not no. get to do. That. I don't make it look like a. Yeah, yeah, no. Like it was uh, a thing because no one else would speak in the, in the street. There was a lot of people that saw what happened, but no one would speak. Why? But if you speak, he goes to jail. That's it. But and guys on those are just fucking bullies. I don't know. Well, and I think I think there's an element element of people being scared, but it's also. Snitches get ditches, you know, that's yeah. sort of their, I suppose. What did you say? Snitches get ditches. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's way more than snitches get stitches. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it light for the kids. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a different story, you know, like one well, of different story, but it's a story. But yeah, no, living in the ghetto ain't all bad. It's affordable housing. Yeah, but so what I'm getting at is that whole story leads to you doing what you're doing going back to those houses oh, yeah, right, right. and fixing them. Mm, so so what were the state of those houses? When you're saying you go to those houses and the kids have no chance, mm. what were they like? Um, so the cleaners have actually been through this house, but yep. and we're pretty fortunate. I think we've sort of been protected a little bit where I work. Um, they generally go in generally after the cleaners have been, mm. but there are certain people that have to go when, um, like, they walk out the door and a lot of these sort of people, when they do either get kicked out and that sort of stuff, they just don't take, like they generally, they'll take their clothes, but like the beds are, are generally broken. The couches are like broken. So they just don't take them. So they just leave it. Really? And then, so then it's on somebody, the uh, government, I suppose, to pay to have that. Is it state or state. federal? State. state government cleans up. Oh, and that's all about affordable house. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, so in this particular house, the whole kitchen needs to be replaced, the whole bathroom. The whole How can a whole kitchen need to be replaced? It's just, just or just torn the cupboards yeah. off, torn the... Yeah, that's it. So holes punched the walls. We had to replace every door in the house. Uh, the floor coverings have been ripped up. Um, there's no window sliders. So, so window sliders, like, you mean... Yeah, like 
so you got your window, you've got your part that you get your fixed panel, and then yeah, you yeah. have parts you open the window so you get a nice yeah. fresh breeze. Like there's none, none of those. They've all just been, open windows. They're well, yeah, it's just open windows with security screens. So the security screens are still there, but some of them, oh, they'd, they'd been repaired. Sorry, so that was one of the first things that got done. So that was. Do you think after you've gone to you've, you've seen this in Bundaberg, and you've gone to Bornington Island, mm-hmm. is there a big difference? Um, completely different place, you know. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But it's it's a different style of housing up there too. It's a little bit more because more where they are, Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So it's a lot more sort of bunker style housing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas at home, a lot of these houses we work on, I think, especially out when going to village, are built in sort of the early nineties, late eighties. And they're all very. There's like sort of five plans, and they're all the same. Yeah, yeah. But I think there was a there was a stage there where the houses were they were government houses, so it was very basic. Like I don't think they even have floor coverings and that sort of thing. But then it depends on the government. Like so, at the moment now, when we do bathrooms and that sort of stuff, it's it looks like you pay for your renovation in your bathroom at home. I mean, it hasn't got like the, mm. the fancy waterfall shower and that sort of thing, but I mean... I mean does that does that go some ways to people feeling like they're like investing in, in the house they, they're in? Insane. I don't know how that works as far as that, but I, I have heard there is a program that they can do where they can pay it off. So yeah, they, yeah. Can actually own, they can actually own Because what I'm getting at is, so over there, mm. where you are at the moment with the phone booth at the front, mm-hmm. and that's a trigger if everyone in. <laughs> if you ever see a phone booth at the front of an estate... Be careful. <laughs> Roll them up. No. <laughs> Don't go in there. Nah, nah, just joking. No, it's um. But uh, what I'm saying is, like, your your estate where you were with um mm. Calamai and the mm. bar guy, yeah, ankle bracelet. That was in the eighties, where they've just gone. Oh no, we'll just mass. I think so. Build yeah. these houses. Put these guys here. They'll have four different facades, mm-hmm. so they'll feel like maybe it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But obviously, hopefully, we've learnt from that. Well, not us. When I say yeah. us, I mean state governments learned from it. And gone. Well, no, people need to be invested in what they've got. Because mm. even though there's people that can't afford to do things, there's still people that have pride in. Yeah, definitely maintaining like, we've had, what they've got. We like the where we work. Like there's there's more people that are that are good than bad, and that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's the way I have a look on life. And there are people that take like they take pride in their house, and then and they're very thankful. Like that they're getting a new bathroom mm. and that sort of thing. And like, they absolutely love it, you know, like, cause a lot of these people, they, I said they, some of them aren't well, mm. disabilities and that sort of thing as well. So, um, but, but also like, like I said, there, there's people that are, they've been in that system or that their whole life, like then their parents were too. And they know how it works. And like, uh, another one of our stories we had was, when I first started, we were doing a lot of maintenance. Yeah. So we just, tenant has a problem, they call up, it gets pushed onto us. We get a, like a card that tells us what we have to go do. Location, contact number, this is oh, what you've got to go to. Yep, job card. Yep. Uh, there was one, we had a, one come through that was quite urgent. So they're, they're ranked like on a response time as well. Um, and it was like uh, fences wobbly, concerned it might fall over on kids. So that was given quite a high urgency. So we went around and had a look at that pretty quick. The reason why the fence was wobbly is because someone had cut the post off with a, like a, I'm going to say like a repo saw. (laughs) Because there was a carport right next to it and whatever they probably wanted to get through wouldn't fit under the carport. 
so they cut the posts off at the um at the base mm. uh, and then just put the fence back up when they were done but oh, because shit. The, because the fence was only attached at two points it was all wobbly oh of course but they also know that if they say we've cut the posts um then they have to pay for it yeah yeah so they just say the post the fence is wobbly so we go out there and so it's all based on their report so that's the Brunnenberg region. You go to Mornington Island, so mm-hmm. you get a, a good contrast in what what a racist would say is where trouble starts. Yeah, community life is, I suppose. So it's a dry, dry community. Dry community, moment. yeah. Yeah. So which may yeah, completely no alcohol, no they can't sell yeast or anything like that. Anything used really? to make like. That's like saying, back in my days at Mitchelton down in Brisbane, mm-hmm. you could sell bongs, but they're for tobacco use only. Mm. Well, that's it. <laughs> like, you, you, know, you couldn't sell any products that would lead to someone doing something. Yeah, that's was. So, yeah, you can't make like your uncle does and makes the best tasting homebrew ever. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, you can't do that sort of thing. But they do have a massive problem with homebrew up there. And what they use is um, like whatever they can ferment. So, it's not... What is there to ferment up there? I think you ferment bread. Uh, apparently, now Fuck. it's mango season. So, mangoes. That's that good. sounds delicious. Yeah, not bread. Know. Not bread. No. That sounds Russian. There's sugar. I think a lot of sugar. Any yeah. ferment sugar? I think that makes, that makes rum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Sugar can champagne. Sugar can, yeah. Sugar can. Queensland diesel, friend. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, no. So, it's... um. It's definitely a problem, but like I think they're, they're in talks at the moment now about about alcohol reform because the homebrew they make is quite dangerous. I think it ends up being about between twenty seven to thirty five percent like alcohol, and they're drinking that like straight. And it's like I it just looks like a milky, dirty water, like a just a murky water is what yeah, it looks yeah. like. And then isn't it a difference between ethanol and methanol? That, is yeah, that the... I'm not sure, but so it's not it's it's not good. Yeah, yeah. Can fly a plane on it though. <laughs> I think they, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you can like and you can smell it. If you if you were going into a residence up there, then if they're drinking if they're drinking it at the back of the house, you can smell like it in a cup from the front of the house. Like it is that potent. Really? And it's the same thing like anywhere, you know what I mean? Like it's if people are that way inclined, they're going to find some way to... But uh, they're just being creative to try and find ways. When I say that, I mean the people, not... Mm. not the, the colour doesn't matter, I don't give no, a shit. Exactly. But they're trying to find a way to do something they want to do. Mm-hmm. And so why are you trying to stop that? Why not regulate what they're exactly. consuming rather than banning it completely? Prohibition didn't fucking work, mate. No, and I think that's what sort of is possibly going on. So what they do have, and I don't know if it's always been the case, but it hasn't, like, because... And I'm not 100% sure how long it's been a dry community for, but so while I was up there, uh, roughly once a month, I'd have, like, a drink-up night. So you could go to the local... Because they do have a tavern and that sort of stuff, because mm. they, they did used to have... Chicken sizzles? No, 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 you can't, you can't buy food. You can't buy, can't buy a meal on the island. Every now and again, the canteen opens when someone's there to... So when someone rocks up to work, and then I can't fathom how small this island is. It's quite big, but it's as far population as population-wise. Yeah, population-wise, not not like I said, it's about a thousand people. But yeah, it's just also 
Um, but yeah, so you go to the drink up, they'd be they'd have big boom boxes, big boom boxes everywhere. So like eighties boom box. No, 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 like, like big, no, no, like you know, once you go you go to Harvey Norman, mm. and they're like your whole lounge room sort of size set up. Yeah, and you're like that's pretty impractical. There's them. And something. <laughs> and something. And only started rolling in as I left. Is that Christos? The big Christo? Christo. Was, is it Christos? Um, you used to do the Christmas hampers. You used to see their thing. Christos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you pay used off. to like, you do $11 a month or yeah, something. $11 a week. Yeah, well, You're so different. it started rocking on because the barge would come every Wednesday to the island to resupply. The island would bring everything. So if you got anything by mail yeah. or anything like that, it'd come on the barge on Wednesday. Wednesdays was a good day, so like... The grocery store would be restocked on Wednesdays and that sort of thing. So generally on Thursday was like an ideal time to go shopping because fruit and veg was all there and um, everything was back on the shelves. Um, but uh, as I was coming to the end of my time there, my last stint, they uh, all these like Chinese motorbikes and that started rocking out because all their Christo orders were started coming in. Oh, really? And bow and arrows, like these cheap bow and arrows, but like with real metal tips on them and that sort of stuff. Bullshit. Yeah. So like all of a sudden there's just kids have just got these little four wheelers and that sort of stuff and just <laughs> meh just flogging them everywhere. <laughs> it's fantastic to see. But that's good. That's how that's Christmas. I'm surprised I'm surprised though. Like and when I got there that like there wasn't more of that. Like mm. wasn't many motorbikes and that sort of thing. Cause Well what happens to them? Obviously it must happen every Christmas. As soon as they break, there's no one there to fix them. So they just Get dumped. Chuck them on the reef. Mm. Yeah. Just, and they, yeah, leave them, leave them where they break. Was there no one there to fix them or that even if they had people there to fix them, they probably couldn't afford to get them fixed? That's true. And then as well, I suppose the quality of these parts that they get yeah, yeah. probably don't really, can't just go down to like a Yamaha shop and <laughs> get a sprocket or something. Anyone sprocket, right? Yeah. Here's your yeast. <laughs> wait, 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 get that back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the house repairs there. So you said mm. you did the house repairs here, mm-hmm. and they had no, you had to replace the whole kitchen. Mm. Had to replace what else? Bathrooms, kitchen, kitchen, bathroom, laundry, and that sort of thing. And it's it's much the same up there. But and any re- renovated knows mm. they're the most expensive things to replace. If you can go to a house, mm. if you're looking for a house, and find one of those things refurbished, already mm. done. You're saving yourself twenty grand mm-hmm. on uh, any refurb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, if they're all destroyed, no one's going to fucking invest exactly. in that. And that's that's also the way. Like, well, as a person from the outside that wouldn't do that sort of thing, the fair chance is, and this is well, not a fair chance, but there is a chance mm. the next person that goes in there is probably going to do the same thing. Mm. But yeah, the island has has and. I don't know this for fact, so I'm purely here saying this, but they, they have a housing shortage. So in a house, it can be sort of up to 12 people living in a in a three-bedroom house. Yeah, right. So, and it's at a point where certain houses we went into, the windows are all outfoiled because some people sleep during the day, some people sleep during the night. So, because there's just not enough room. So that's when you go to sleep and you do stuff at night. Yeah. So, you do stuff at night time. What does that mean? Well, yeah, because there's nothing to do on the island. If you don't like have read a, a book, if you don't have a job, well, like a good Daniel Steele novel. <laughs> I should have bought that book for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you should have. Mm. Segue. Mm. Um, yeah, no, they like there is unless you fish or you hunt 
up there, like hunt turtle. Fishing is hunting, Rowan. Mm. I won't have it any other way. Okay, yes, yeah, right. Um, but there is there is literally nothing else to do. This year they actually had a uh, football team, they had a rugby league team, but they were lucky enough that um, no one played them. No, <laughs> the. Uh, the 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 airline that flies to and from the island sponsored the team, oh, so bullshit. they could actually fly. So the football boys, they would um, they didn't have a full season, I don't think, but they sort of played like comps. And because obviously, when you fly back to the mainland, it's still very very remote. Mm. But a number of the communities would have teams as well, so like Normanton and Dumaji and that sort of thing. And um, what's the port on the inside of Karumba? Uh, Karumba, yeah. So that sort of thing, but. Um, so they would all have like a round robin comp. Mm. So obviously the boys and those places aren't dry communities. Yeah, yeah. So the boys would get a flight. So they're more or less. <laughs> they wouldn't they come a, back. Would they, they come back? Well, some wouldn't. But they get a like it's more or less getting a private charter flight <laughs> across to play football for the weekend, <laughs> and then uh, get on it. But they won. They won. Again. So they no, they won the like they won the premiership. Oh, really? Hmm. The uh, Mornington Raiders. Mornington Raiders. Yeah. So they um they've they've put a lot of money into actually redoing the football field and that there now. So I think it's hopefully it's going to be a little bit of something for the community and hopefully they can get some home games there because I said like if if you don't fish or you don't hunt, they don't, there's nothing there's nothing to do. Like you don't have if you don't work for the council or the grocery store or mm. the butcher store. Which are the only stores, there's no job. So why are they there? It's home, I suppose. I heard one story. So we did you did cultural awareness training there mm. because there's certain things that um, you're not allowed to go to certain places without uh, on the island. There's inside the community itself, you're fine. Mm. But then if you want to go to some of the beaches and that sort of stuff, you have to approach the traditional landowners mm. and ask their permission. And then generally, if you go out there and you fish, uh, if you catch anything, it's like courtesy then to pass some fish on to or at least ask if they'd like some. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, during this cultural awareness training, it, this lady was saying her grandmother, she was brought to the island. So it was a mission. So, uh, and this was only in the 60s, I believe. She got stolen. She got stolen. So her family lived not in Corumba, but away from Corumba. Uh and her mother, not in Karamba, but away from Karamba. Exactly. So, so not, not far, <laughs> but not in Karamba. Damn, damn, damn it. Um, Carry on. Damn yeah. it. You're crushing it. Yeah. So they, um, her grandmother told her that she remembers as a kid, and she believes she was about six at the time, they went into Karamba via boat to, uh, to get to the store. And, um, her, brother and herself were left in the boat while her parents went in to get, go to the shop and her grandmother was taken by uh, missionary people at that point and taken across to uh, Mornington Island to live. And she As never, a child? Yeah, and she never saw her parents again. Bullshit! Mm. Yeah, right. This is in the yeah, 60s. It was right in the right time for that thing to happen. Yeah, which is... Alarming, like my father was born in '62. Like that's, like I mean, it's not. That yeah, my long. dad was '55, so yeah. he was right at the right age. Gets stolen. Like, that's, but it's just, it's just. No one wanted dad though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's not like 
that long ago, is it? Uh-huh. Like, and it's taken across this island by a bunch of white people. And like, this is where you're going to live now. Damn white people. They wreck everything. Mm. But it's... The dodo. Mm. But... Inca gold. Yeah, so... That's a bit of a downer. It is, but... <laughs> but like... It's... <laughs> the kids... I bought, a, I bought a football when I got to the island. Like, there's kids everywhere. Stop and showing off to the kids, mate. No, well, I bought... Look a, at my football. <laughs> I bought a football and... Stop kicking it to yourself. I got Stop it shit, shipped up. Which took three weeks to get there. <laughs> Thanks, Australia Post. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, with the idea that if I go down to the football field and kick the football around, the kids are going to come. Mm. But, one, it was just too hot. <laughs> too just too fucking, fucking hot. hot. But also, the kids, like, they do their own stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they... <laughs> Okay, so you weren't there trying to be like a savior. No, yeah, you the know. kids will kick the football with me. <laughs> exactly, I'll be the Pied Piper of exactly. children, which there already was one. Exactly, he murdered them all. What? <laughs> what? That's the original Pied oh, Piper. Okay, he stole the children, like Peter Pan. Peter Pan didn't steal children. No, Peter Pan was like oh, from the parents. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, <laughs> but isn't he? Well, isn't that. he? He's like the, like the whole thing about Peter Pan is isn't it like Sids? <laughs> what? So Peter Pan oh. takes the kids away. That's why they never grow up. They take, he to takes Neverland. them to Neverland and they never grow up. What a dark turn on and that. That's what we used to do, folklore stuff. Holy shit. The original, you know, I was, I was joking because the um, original Pied Piper mm. stole children and killed them. Because of the plague, like the Black Plague. No. I don't oh. that. Just don't fucking add lib to a already dark story. That's why I thought he had the rats. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was Oh, bringing. maybe. No, no, no. But I th- oh, shit. Yeah, right. So, my was dark. Mm. You just went, oh, my black cat's blacker than your black cat. Going, yeah, well, this guy. Who, who was your guy? Who was your guy? Which one? Peter Pan? Yeah, Peter Pan fucking is murdered it? children and stole them to Neverland. Yeah, well, isn't like same with Alice Peter Pan is Sid's. Well, I suppose. Isn't that what... Isn't that the That's a dark but lovely take on take, that. Takes them out the window bad, in the middle of the night. Oh, you throw never, babies. Never throw babies at the throw dead babies at the window. Is Rowan, this is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. no, I'm just saying this. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, yeah, yeah. So, have you ever listened to Law? No, wait. Up. I'm not talking about the podcast yet. I'm talking about your take on Peter Pan. No, no, no I, I wrecked it. I wrecked yeah. it. I no, Hook, Hook is my um. What's Hook? Hook? No, Hook, like the, with Robin Williams? Yeah, yeah, it was a great movie. Mm. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. So what about it? Well, that's that's my favourite Peter Pan movie. Okay. Actually, another Peter Pan moment. There's a lot of Peter Pan moments. Um, When I was 16, I went away for regional rugby union because... No, no, no shut up. They, Don't change the subject. Wait, no, 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 no. I got billeted by... So there was... A, no one... They know that's really died down, hasn't it? <laughs> that billeted. It? Yeah, it has. Oh, really? Yeah. We, we were... You know why? Why? I don't know why, but I can only imagine <laughs> that something bad has happened and that all those people need blue cards now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so There's no get... billeting anymore. Wow. Mm. So you don't have kids, so I don't know that. No, me and, uh, me and Pat Conway, his name was. We got billeted out for Marist, Marist Carnival for basketball in uh, Bendigo. Yeah. And uh, that was a lovely experience. It really was quite good, actually. Mm-hmm. They were lovely people. We but got... <laughs> about five, six years later, that stopped. Really? No, yeah. we got billeted. To no, really, probably about ten years later, it yeah. stopped. This is two thousand and four when I was in grade twelve. Yeah, it was ninety eight, so <laughs> it wasn't that far away from you. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, 
Yeah, oh, what, what grade you in 2004? 12. Yeah, so I was not um, Yeah, we went down to for rugby union. So I'm not Bam's got... age. I'm not fucking 90. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, Ram, freak. <laughs> that's, it, that's his bed there, actually. Yeah, it's, uh, what's he? What's Him and Rodney. 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 Right. He's a lovely man. Rodney. He's a gentle lover. Uh, Rodney. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he is. Rodney. Oh, you got old Roger and Rod. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rod of justice. Yeah, no, let me finish with Peter Pan's story. Um, so I don't think I want you to continue. No, no, we got billeted. Oh, yeah, sorry. And I uh, for for state championships for rugby union. And um, it was like this fancy private school at the Gold Coast we got billeted mm. by. So we all come back, like all our white bay kids. Oh, you're staying like, in the dorms? No, no, no. But, um, like a billet out by these families and like, oh, yeah. I've got an indoor pool. I've got this. I've got that. Yeah. They threw us a wicked party the night we left too. I Great fucked people, the guy's mum. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a lot of them. But the guy we stayed with, so at that time, they were shooting Morris a Peter, oh, they were shooting a Peter Pan movie on the Gold Coast. At his house. And he was the double. Fuck off. Yeah, because Peter Pan broke his arm or his leg or something like that. <laughs> really? So he was only going to be his like, like back shot guy, hmm. um, but he ended up getting a lot more shots. Being in the standing, he had to be the standing for yeah, stuff because old mate broke his arm, like the proper actor. What? And he had that. They had props from Gladiator and that sort of stuff, and that as well. Unreal. Mm, that's my Peter Pan story. Oh, you know, they're talking about, uh, and we might we're getting close to the end, mm-hmm. but you know, you're talking about the Warnington guys won the premiership. Oh. <laughs> there's actually an ice hockey team. I don't know if you've heard this, but there's an ice hockey team in Darwin. Is there? Yep. And they've challenged every world champion over in the States. Ice hockey, everyone that wins the, I forget what cup it is, Stanley Stand Cup. cup yeah. Every team that's won the Stanley Ki- Cup to a to, to an ice hockey game in Darwin. Yeah. But they've always said no. So technically, this Darwin ice hockey club is undefeated versus all, all Stanley Club teams. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have a fucking ice rink. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. That's like some of the Yeah, so they—it's a true story. That they actually have a club, and people sign up for membership and stuff. And every year they have a um, championship celebration because they won the championship because the other team said no (laughs) or didn't reply. They'll put like a a caveat on the: you need to get back to us by this certain time, otherwise we'll consider this a victory. (laughs) That would um. (laughs) That that sounds like like some guys that have. I fa- have a fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they've just that's their annual draft day yeah, party yeah, yeah. is is uh when they go undefeated <laughs> again. Oh, all right. So we're gonna end this here. Thanks to Gibbsy for filling in yeah. for the irreplaceable Chipsy. This is a big that was a big mess. <laughs> it was. It was the first experience, guys. Just please. Yeah. Try and kill him. It was like his first sexual experience with the. Mm. It was dark and he was with another man. Yes. <laughs> so, in the uh, tradition of Ryan, who can't be here, have you got a, a recipe? A recipe. So, I believe he, he he spins back to the broth a little bit, doesn't he? Mm, he does love a broth. So, I mean, there's always the cock meat sandwich, but. <laughs> but How do you make it? No, 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 not about that. I'm not about that. I was thinking about a uh, oh. something I made the other the other night. But with what, what if we're gonna go <laughs> gonna go with a cock and avo pie? Oh, mm. cock and avo. You had pie. me a cock, friend. <laughs> did you say did you say dick or did you say cock? Cock, dick. What you, you do, you mate. Okay, you do me. Yeah, you but do me. so 
You get yourself, get a Robins, get yourself some uh, some little uh, pie bowls or whatever you want to call them. Oh, uh, they do the have bases. a name. They have a fancy little, you know, no, not just like a like a little china. ramekin. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, like them, but for pies because you're a man, so you want a decent sized one. Okay. Yep. Large um, ramekin. You need you need some penis. Need some dick. Cut that up into about two centimeter squares, so full size. Cube it. Cube the dick. <laughs> Um, yep. Uh, Once you cube the dick, what do you do? Finely, finely diced onion. A mm-hmm. little bit of, um, it was turmeric. I can't really remember. But big thing is, once you put Herbs to taste. Herbs to taste, yeah. yes. Uh, and then cook all that sort of stuff. Pour it in your little bowl. Just, put, uh, just before you put it in the oven, slice up some avocado. Put mm. it on top. Put your puff pastry on top of that. Beat an egg. Lather the... Pastry, lather, mm-hmm. baste the pastry. Don't forget to prick the pastry. Put it in the oven for 30 minutes on 180 degrees. And then crack it. And then you can have a nice little pea mash with it as well. Oh, pea mash with cock. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's the end of that's the. Cool. Um, that's actually really thoughtful. That sounds like sounds delicious if I replace the dick with. Mate, you've got to do pork? these things. Like you've got to be a modern man. Chicken. Mm, chicken. Yeah, it was chicken. Mm, it was good. Apparently, Dick tastes like chicken. What do you think? Um, I'm not gonna say. I reckon it probably, oh. tastes, I reckon it probably tastes like nothing. Oh, like anus. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta touch that booty hole. <laughs> all right, as always, suckle the dicks. Miss you, Ryan.